Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com starring our very own world-renowned pet psychic, Laura Stinchfield. Hi everybody! So I'm Laura Stinchfield, the pet psychic. I talk to animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I can ask or tell your animals anything. I dedicate my life to teaching humans and animals how to understand each other better. And you can find out more about Laura the Pet Psychic and tips on animal communication, animal behavior, and lots more at thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com. Uh, get ready for another action-packed hour here on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Uh, call in at 917 917- Eight eight nine two six nine three. That's nine one seven eight eight nine two six nine three. Log into our chat room where you can chat with our other listeners. I see that there are people in there already chatting away, so you can join them um, and chat with them, ask Laura questions there. I'm your producer and co-host Aiku Suhara, and I'm ready to get the show started. Uh, we got Kendra and Diana who are manning the phone lines, or shall I say, womaning the phone lines today. Thanks to the ladies for helping us out. Um, so we're ready to take your calls. Laura, it's so nice to have you back in California. I know you had such a crazy experience in New York during the hurricane last week. What happened? Is your family okay? Yeah, my family actually weathered the storm quite well. Um, but it was it was pretty amazing to be in the hurricane and the wind was was so intense and um, it came with like these um, like Santa Ana sort of hot winds and then it just dropped and got really cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know it was kind of fun because you know I, I like things like that you know like the storms and stuff and like yeah. in the in the um, before it came, I was like, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. And my parents were like, no, don't go. And I, I was like, no, we got to get out and we got to get some exercise. And so I took my, my parents' dogs. They have a Brittany Spaniel and an um, American Cocker and we, in the field. And we walked around this pond. And I saw all these deer. And I was telling all the deer, you know, that the storm was coming. And so I was picturing in my mind, like, how the storm was going to come with like really intense winds and it was going to come with a lot of rain and really picturing that to them. And I was telling them to go get safe and I was so important to find a safe place. And wow. in the, yeah. And in the middle of the night, I hear this like little voice and it's like, and it's the deer and they're saying, you know, like, when is it going to stop? Cause it was like, it was, I mean, the wind, was, uh, it ripped the screen door off my parents' house and it, it toppled these huge pine trees and maples. And um, and so I said to the deer, like, I, it probably will stop. It will start to cool down in the morning. It will start to get, you know, less and less in the morning. And they're like, where do you live? <laughs> they were like, <laughs> asking me which my parents' house were. And so I told them, and they said that they were in a cave. The East oh. Coast, where my parents live, there actually are a lot of caves. And so 
Um, and they said that they were safe, but there were branches falling like down around the caves. And then, and then, um, the next morning I was telling my mom, I was like, mom, you know, um, you know, those deer that I saw, they, they got me last night and they asked me like where, where we lived. And she's like, you didn't tell them, did you? (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Like, did you tell them they're going to come and like hang out at your house with you guys? Yeah, I did. And she was like, they're eating all my bushes. But then, you know, we saw them out, out like by all these toppled trees and stuff and they were sleeping and they kind of go to that place anyway but my mom was like there's the deer you know they came and yeah but oh my gosh it it was pretty I mean it was you know our town was in a state of emergency and all the surrounding towns were in a state of emergency and and one of my clients Jason I'm sending my prayers and love out to him his his um he lives in Staten Island and the water went um to eight feet up in his home, and oh, I don't know oh, if no. they found out the foundation is safe yet or not, but but mm-hmm. the whole bottom part of the the house was was um, filled with water. Yeah, wow. He he was like, um, we can talk about it a little bit later about like what we can do, you know, about like when when um, or should we talk about it now? Like when when a disaster comes, you know. Yeah, well, I was wondering, like, how can we, um, as pet caretakers or animal caretakers, prepare our pets when, you know, you know that there's a natural disaster coming our way? I think you mentioned, like, trying to picture and stuff like that, but maybe you can kind of go more into detail about how we can, you know, prepare our animals. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to let them know what's, what's going, what's to be expected. And I was doing that to my parents' dogs, too, like, you know, just really sitting down with them and picturing what is the environment outside and what is it going to sound like to them in the house while this is happening? Because if knowledge is power, so if they know that, like some people want to hide it and not tell their their kids or their animals what's going on, but that actually creates more fear once it actually happens. And so, um, you know, just to really picture, you know, what would what would the natural disaster actually seem like? And I was telling my parents' dogs, you know, we have to go outside and pee and poop, like when I say you do, and you have to make sure that you go to the bathroom, and then we come in. And I actually was expecting a lot of rain where my parents lived. We actually didn't get that much rain up there, but um, I I told them, you know, it could be pouring, thundering down rain and so windy that we don't want to take you outside because outside will be dangerous. And picture what outside being dangerous is, like trees coming down and, um, and you know, just could it getting blown away either, things flying towards them. And so I told my parents, Doug, you might have to go to the bathroom in the garage. Mm. And, and, you know, if you have another dog, you could say in the laundry room or whatever it, it may be where it might be an appropriate place for them. So my, my mom is like, in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Where does she want him to go? I mean, she was just like, hold it, you know. But <laughs> I, I wanted them to know that if they really had to go, they could go somewhere, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And that's important. important. Yeah. And then, like, to explain to them if there is an emergency, like, what needs to happen. Like, you know, we're not ex- expecting, you know, we're expecting it to be really peaceful. We're expecting the inside of the house to to be fine, you know, and, and to yeah. kind of pinch that. 
But if for some reason something traumatic happens, like like a tree falls on the house or there's a fire, like in the East Coast, that's what pretty much happened. There was a lot of gas fires and there was a lot of um, the trees that fell on homes. You know, if that happens, I you need to come to me. You need to make sure that I, I am safe, you know, that yeah. I'm your safety and try and stay away from hiding, like, like you want to picture them like wanting to go hide, but instead coming to you and being safe with you instead. Right. And J- Jason was amazing because Jason, my friend who who had to evacuate with his cats, he evacuated his cats when it was like a pretty sunny, nice day, but the wind was coming. And he explained to them too, you know, we don't know what this is like, but we you have to get in the carrier and we need to go just in case. His yeah. cat was cute. I spoke to them after the disaster, and I was trying to explain how the ocean overflowed into their house because he was like he was across the street from the ocean. Yeah, and and his cat was like the bathtub overflowed. Like <laughs> <laughs> confused. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you're back and that uh, your family's okay. And we'll be sending, you know, lots of love to all those who are affected by um, the storm. It's just been so crazy out there. Um, One thing, too, that that I also spoke to this animal yesterday, and it was um, a phone consult. And it was so amazing to me because we were asking the dog, you know, like what it would like when you, like when, what would you, what would you like when you're not home? Like, would you like the TV on? Would you like the radio on? And the dog said to me, like, I want TV news on. And I was like, well, why do you want TV news on? And he goes, because then I can find out if animals are having problems. Because I went in my mind to where where animals were scared because of lots of water. And I told the animal to go to a person that has compassion in his eyes. Mm. And what's so amazing to me is even not domesticated animals that don't live anywhere near the hurricane, you know, or the, or the natural disaster, they hear about what's going on and they think about it. And just like telepathy works, they're thinking about it and they can actually – you know, connect with somebody else, uh, you know, that's been affected by the storm. And so this dog actually connected himself with another dog in Long Island or somewhere where the storm was affected and, and told the dog how not to be scared and to actually go to somebody and be brave. That's and amazing. There's something that we can sort of say to our animals too, you know, when we're yeah. leaving. Think about those animals that are suffering, whether it's a natural disaster anywhere in the world, and and um, tell them what you know and tell them how to be brave and tell them how to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and to, you know, go to someone who has compassion in their eyes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. What an amazing dog. I know. Cute little yeah. dog. Who? <laughs> we, we should have him on the show sometime. Yeah. He should sound so cool. Um, should we take some calls? Sure. Um, so for all of our callers, um, why don't you start preparing your animal to be on the air by asking your question to your pet. Um, Laura, can you tell them, um, tell our listeners a little bit about picturing the question in your mind and all that? Yeah, exactly. So 
um, because this show is for both you and your pets, um, it would help me to talk to them quicker and get through more people if you actually ask your animal the question before you come on. on. And so what you really want to do is just frame the question really well and then direct it to your pet. You can picture in your mind exactly what you're saying, too, but some people say, you know, I have a really hard time picturing it. Just make sure your question is clear, and then they'll get it. You want to try and stay away from using negatives, like, um, um, like, like how would I say it in a question? But, like, for instance, like if their body hurts, you want to say, does your body hurt anywhere? And then picture, you know, their body and scanning the body for any pain. Mm. And, um, um, with the negatives, um, well, I was going to say, what don't you like? like or, or it would be more like, what do you dislike? Or what do you hate? Or what, do you, what makes you uncomfortable rather than what you don't like? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, right. So don't, 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 use, don't use the don't. <laughs> Don't use yes. the don't. Yes. The way for okay. right with right. this Yeah. Okay. So our first caller is Justin, who has a dog, a two-year-old dog named Mister. And I guess there was a break-in at his house, and he wants to know if the dog knows anything. Justin, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Laura. Hi, Justin. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you. I'm so thankful for the work that you do. So, yeah, oh, that's awesome. my question. Thank you. So, Justin, what does your dog look like? Uh, he's a gray silver miniature schnauzer. Thank you. And um, and there was a break-in at your house? Yes. When did that happen? About a month ago. Okay. And you weren't home then, but Mr. was home? Yes, he was home alone. Okay. And um, and so was there a lot of things taken? What was what was was what happened when they broke well, in? Well, actually, the main thing that was taken was our um, the our television. Uh, we have a big screen television in the room where Mister's little bed is, so that's where he usually hangs out. Okay. So, um, and do you know how they came in? Uh, well, the front door was kicked in. Oh, okay. So we're going to ask Mr. Do you remember that day that front door was kicked in? And remember when somebody came and took the TV? Mm-hmm. Explain to us who that was, right? That would you yeah. want, that's what you want to know. Okay, let me get Mr. It was that guy that wears his hat to the side. You said what? I'm sorry. He says it was a guy that wears his hat to the side and he smells like tobacco. And I've seen him before. Okay. He's worked on the outside of the house before. Justin, do you know who that would be? Uh no. He said he's on the he's seen him outside of the house before? Seen him on the outside of the house before, and I think he's like worked outside or something. I almost want to say that he wears like either overalls or like one of those like working like Carhartt jumpsuits or something. Okay. Hmm. No, I have no idea, but I 
if I can keep my eyes open. He's not a friend of my dad. Okay. And I haven't seen him in the house. Okay. And he came with a short girl. Okay. Both did it. Does he know the girl? And when I went to him, he jumped at me. So he went to go scare scare Mister away. Okay. Do you know? Does he know the girl? She's a short, stocky girl. Okay. Hmm. She's not a friend of ours. Okay. But she sometimes has a fresh lip, meaning that she has bad language. Do you know who that that would be? No, I have no idea. I want to say they're like in their 20s, maybe like late 20s. Are you the only one in the neighborhood that's been robbed? Yes. My parents were actually my parents were actually out of town on a cruise, so uh, you know, I guess I don't know if people knew that they were gone or keep seeing the guy by like a telephone pole or something. So I don't know if that is like if that's like he's actually worked on something outside your house or if it's like a sign that he's like a cable guy or a, um, or someone with a telephone company. Okay. <laughs> he didn't want to look around at anything else. He came and then he left. Is that true? Is that all he took? Um, yeah, I think so. Mm. He went upstairs and kind of rumbled around through the my mom's dad's clothes. Your mom's maybe, clothes? Yeah, maybe they tried to take the TV off the wall, but they couldn't get it down upstairs. Oh, let me tell He said he also went and hid back by the kitchen area. Okay. Can you tell Justin something for me? I like it when we go for a walk together. Okay. I like it when you sit down and talk to me. Okay. And you made me feel safe. Because I was scared for a long time afterwards. And every time I heard a noise, I thought they were coming through the house. Yeah. You made me feel safe. He thinks that the girl has a hurt elbow. Has a what? She has a hurt elbow. So it looks like something's wrong with her left arm. Maybe she hurt herself. Maybe from carrying all those heavy TVs. Yeah. Wow. I know. Well, Justin, you'll have to let us know if if you see somebody like that. I definitely will. And I'd watch because I don't think that it was personal. Like, I don't think it was somebody that actually knows you guys. Mm-hmm. It looks like more like a worker. Okay. Yeah, but watch. Um, 
Oh, wait, he's saying Mr. saying something else. I know they had a truck because I heard like a big noise. It was like a strong noise car. So like okay. a van or something, but that would make sense if you've got TV putting it in. Yeah. Uh, well, keep us posted and, and watch the rest of the neighborhood because maybe they'll come back. Absolutely. Definitely will. And I just wanted to say um, I – you took your advice. Mr. got out one day, and my parents called me, and they were looking around for him, and it was cold, and they couldn't find him. So I you know, I kind of put some of your techniques to use and told them, look for the Christmas lights. Go to the street with the Christmas lights. And like two minutes later, my dad called and said he was on the street, that, the only street that had Christmas lights. He was oh. there waiting. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Justin, good job. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So, like, how did that feel when that happened? I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, it's am- it was amazing. You know, it gave me a lot of belief, you know, that I can really communicate with them. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. When you asked him that, when you were telling him that, did you get any idea of, like, where he was? Could you feel him, what he was telling back to you, too? Well, I kind of felt like he was, you know, he knew that he got out, but he just didn't know exactly how to get back home. Right. But I think, you know, it was. I know the Christmas lights are a big, you know, thing near our house. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, don't go. I, when I was trying to explain away from the street, not with the street, in the quiet part, you know, where the Christmas lights are. Oh, wow. Good job. So you explained what the what the area where your where the house was in detail to him in your head yeah. too. Mhm. Mhm. Good job and like quiet too. So you explained the noise and the lights. That's amazing. Oh. Good. Yes. Yeah, Justin, that's so cool. I love that story. <laughs> well, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, keep us posted. I will. Thanks. Okay. Wow, creating animal communicators one show at a time. I know, it's so great. I love it. I think that's the, what's so amazing about it is like even in like a time of stress or, you know, you have the power to make a connection with your animal and, and tell them what to do. So it's so great. Yeah, and the fact that he was able to think about the Christmas lights, like a good visual cue, that's that's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really perfect. Yeah, cool. That's so awesome. So our next caller is Latasha, who has a dog named Mo. Um, if you want to go on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Radio, you can see a picture of Mo there um, who passed away suddenly on Halloween. Hey, Latasha, tell us what uh, Mo looks like. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hey, LaCasha, good to hear from you. You too. I'm glad you came home safe from the storm. LaCasha. Halloween was a little bit tough for us. We lost our dog, Mo. I posted his picture on your Facebook page. He's black and brown, um, Rottweiler lab mix, and it was very sudden. Um, He had been sick for a while, but he really went downhill the past couple days, and the vet wanted, thought it was best to um, put him to sleep. 
Um, oh, and so he, who, was he your dog? He was our family dog. Family he, dog. He, yeah, he was actually, he was um, abandoned in a way at this storage unit by my dad's house. And my dad would take him every day, and he kept bugging the owners to let us have Mo because clearly they weren't taking care of him. And they got to the point where they got tired of my dad bugging him, and they said, okay, just come take him. Leave us alone. <laughs> Aww, so, so good. And he and kind of adopted us in a way, so. Aw. And so he passed away suddenly, and you want to know how he's doing? Yeah, I want to know. We just, we, my stepmom and all of us wanted to let him know that we love him and we miss him a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me get him. Tell them here I'm not sad. I feel like almost weird happy. I look down at my people, and I think they are so lovely, and I think they helped me so much, and just when I feel this burst of helplessness that I'm not with them, Mm -hmm. I burst into pure joy and can feel them hugging me. Feel them wrapping their arms around me and kissing me. And I also have them here feeding me by hand. And I just want them to know that I'm good. I know they miss me. I kind of miss the smell of the bedroom. But here I can kind of smell it, kind of faint. I'm trying to get closer. When I get closer, they'll feel me there. So what he's sort of saying is, and then a lot of the animals talk about this when they pass away, is that sometimes that they're with us in heaven. Like, you know how he said they have the, that he feels you guys like hugging him and kissing him. Is that something you guys would do with him? Would you wrap your arms around him and kiss him? Oh, I would. I think um, every time I would come home and visit him, I loved giving him big bear hugs and just kissing him or rubbing his body because he had arthritis. Oh, um, yeah. But that, he, oh. And uh, my stepmom also wanted uh, my dad's friend, his name's Jeff, he was he also loved Mo and would take care of him while my family was gone. He wants to know if he's comfortable in his bed or his resting place because when they buried him, his paws, his paws were folded the way he slept all the time, and he's in oh. a nice sleeping bag, and um, he's buried with his dog dish and his collar. Oh, so if he's comfortable with the, with the grave and how he was buried? Yeah, and just let yeah. him know that Sammy girl and Sammy boy, the other dogs in the picture, they go and visit him every day, and so do the kitties. Oh, so sweet. Okay. I saw it happen. I saw them put me in there. I was a little bit like, that's my body. But then I was okay because I had an angel sitting next to me. 
she was sitting there telling me it's okay. And I think it's beautiful what they did. And sometimes I think my friends think I'm going to wake up from there. Mm-hmm. And I just want them to know that I'm okay. So one of the things, too, is that a lot of times the animals that have passed over, the animals that are left behind, sometimes they sometimes they don't always understand it. They don't understand mm-hmm. what that is. And sometimes they do think that they're going to wake up or um, when they see the animal spirit that has passed over, that they don't, mm-hmm. sometimes they think that's a memory. And so if you have an animal that's lost their friends, you want to tell them, or they're even their human, you want to tell them that if they see their spirit, it's okay. It's okay to talk to them and it's okay to interact mm-hmm. with them and that it's safe. Oh, he you know also... what that... Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, he had a, there was a girl in his litter that he was a sister dog that somebody else had um, rescued that passed away. And my stepmom wanted to know if he, he, if he got reunited with his sister. Yeah, I have a lot of friends here. Not just her, but another dog too that's shaggy. Hmm. We roll in the grass together. Oh, so sweet. Oh, he was talking. So sorry for your loss. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. He was. Um, there was. You talked to Bo, who was my lab. Like the first time I met you, Laura, who was also a lab Rottweiler mix, just like Mo. And what? I thought it was really interesting is that he reminded all of us so much of Bo, and Bo's in heaven now. And I would oh. just be curious to know if he's connected with any past animals in our lives, because him and Bo would have been such good friends. I know all of them. I hang out with a lot of dogs here. Oh. We just sort of be together. It doesn't seem like he's, you know, time is so different there. It also seems like he hasn't, like, really interacted with too many animals, but he's there sort of in the presence of them. But Mm -hmm. he hasn't, like, like spoken to and, like, really interacted with them. But that's normal Mm -hmm. if he he hasn't been gone for very long because they get used to their own essence. It's like first they go and almost take a nap or something, you know, and just get rejuvenated, and then they can start kind of moving mm-hmm. out and venturing out. Some of them are not that busy that quick. Okay. Well, thanks well, for calling in, Natasha. And, well, and thank you for so much for helping give us some closure with Mo. He was he was a really special dog. Oh, so sweet. Your prayers to your family. Thank thanks. you. And um, I'll be sure to talk to little Sammy and Sammy boy and Sammy girl, as we call them, because they have the same name. I'll talk to them and explain to them, you know, that Mo's in heaven now, and, you know, he's not going to go back up. Good. And I was sending it out to them, too, because I have their little pictures here. Thanks, Latasha. You can see a picture of Mo, again, that's on our Facebook page. If you go to facebook.com, that's like a radio, you can see uh, Mo on there. He looks really, really cute. So. He is so sweet. Yeah. 
Um, our next caller is uh, Nadia, who has a 17-year-old dark gray cat. She adopted him at 14 years and wants to know um, if he is comfortable or if he's experiencing any pain. Nadia, can you tell us what uh, your cat's name is and what do they look like? Yeah, his name is Jackson. He's a dark gray, small build, uh, medium hair. He's got uh, one eye that has a gash on it, so it looks almost like it's got a cataract, and he came with that. He's got um, scabs all over his body from fur that was missing when they found him, and then he's also got a a chin that uh, must have been hurt in an accident that never quite healed properly. Oh, my goodness. Jackson has been through it. (laughs) Definitely has. And so you want to ask him how his body feels? Yeah. Is he comfortable? I mean, he's done a lot of healing in the last three years. Um, But where he's come, you know, what's making him uncomfortable, like respiratory, nasal, bones? He says, I like the kind of feeling when mom puts her hands on on my back and sends energy to it. (laughs) Do you do that? I do. Aww. But I think it's all in my head, but that's great. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Wow. I like to think about my positives. Okay. Uh, my positives are I can turn my head all the way to my left. Yay. He couldn't do that before. <laughs> And when I step, I can lift my front legs up higher. Wow, yes. Sometimes I get a little cramping in my belly. Belly, okay. I think it has to do with poops. Okay, thank you. Because it sort of comes around poop time. Okay. And you mentioned something about, like, respiratory. Do you notice something about his respiratory? Yeah, he had a nasal. He's always got an upper respiratory issue, so I've been giving him the homeopath and the lung tone. Um, and I've just started it, so I, I guess if he's still on... You want to say, like, have you been feeling better since mom's been putting those little white things in your mouth? Are you, is it a liquid yeah. that you've been putting in, or is it a... Liquid. Is it pellet? It's liquid. a liquid. Yes. So have you been has your respiratory been feeling better since mom's been doing the liquid? Perfect. The liquid sort of soothes my gums. Oh. Okay. And it sort of opens up the back of my throat. Perfect. But my nose? Yes. It's a little bit clogged up on the top of my left nose. Left nose. Thank you. Kind of pushes into my eye. Oh, okay. So he gets that, you know, that sinus pressure you can have in the back of your eye? Yes. Sort of like that, too. Okay. Let's talk about how when my mom looks in the mirror, I like to watch her brushing herself. <laughs> Smarty pants. <laughs> you know that my mom has a comfortable comforter. <laughs> I think it's really soft. 
What is it down or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them is. You always jump up oh. for that one. Oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, he's wanting his, like, food or water bowl raised. Is oh, okay. Raised? Yeah, I get that. Perfect. I thought he didn't like it when I did it. I tried it yesterday. Oh, you did? Did you have it in, like, a little, um, like, a holder? Just a yeah, just almost like a holder. It just raised it up so he was his neck wasn't so totally down. So it's like a bowl tipped over just to give it the height. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he wants that again. Okay. Perfect. He just needs time to like get used to it. Okay. That makes sense. And he wants you to know that your use of words is excellent. I <laughs> well, thank you, young man. He's very good at talking. I think he's talking about to you and to others. <laughs> Tell her thank you for taking me in. He found And thank you thank you for believing in my health. Because <laughs> not everybody did. Aw. So nice. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank Thanks, Nadia. It sounds like they were, like, perfect and able to communicate exactly what uh, Jackson wanted. <laughs> I know. Really cute. Um, our next caller is uh, Victoria with uh, her cat, Daisy, who's eight years old right now. And um, it's a gray tabby. She's a gray tabby. Daisy's a gray tabby. Who's throwing up a lot? Victoria, oh, okay. tell us about um, what Daisy's doing. Well, she um, she was throwing up the last couple of days, and she had a really bad bout of throwing up and diarrhea at the same time. Oh, and cool. um, she kind of wasn't eating very much. And she seems to be getting better, but I just wanted to ask her, you know, what was going on, if this was something she just ate a bug or something, or if she... How old is she? She's eight. She's eight. Oh, oh, she's eight. And what kind of food do you feed her? Um, I feed her um, dry food and I feed her wet food. What's so the brand? Um, she gets the Imes dry food, and then the wet food is either Friskies or a Science Diet or Natural Balance. Oh, you could feed her way better food, but the Natural Balance is good. Okay, okay. So it's possible, and I'm going to ask her too, but just for all of you, because I think a lot of people can have this problem at some times, um, um, like Friskies and some of those other uh, supermarket brands and IOMs, they don't really necessarily care that much about the animal. So sometimes if there's something bad that goes into the food, they don't always, um, they don't always do a recall. So very often it can be the food that can cause I, I actually tried to get all of them off of the dry food, but I've got two other cats that have digestive illnesses, and it seemed to be the only thing that, you know, they'd been on it for so long that even though I know it's mm. not the best thing for them, it was, mm. you know, it was such a hard time trying to just trans- transition them yeah. to completely wet food and with them being sick. Well, and you can with- feed them dry, but like a high-quality dry. Like the, the the natural balance is good. Yeah, they, they're kind of picky. <laughs> yeah. So that's been now, the problem, too. It's, yeah. It has the, been 
lack of effort on my part, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. you want to try and stick with it because mm-hmm. the problem with those foods is that they put a lot, a lot of sugar in them, and so the animals get addicted to them. So mm-hmm. when they try, when you try and get them off of it, they have sugar withdrawals. They get headaches, they get stomach aches because they're going, and they get cranky because they're, they're kicking sugar. It's an addiction. Right. And uh, but the problem with those foods is that it can make them really sick, and later on they're, they can get, like, kidney problems and bladder problems and teeth problems, and then you have that, those later. And IAMS is actually very, very cruel to animals. So uh, you can Google that, IAMScruelty.com, and read about what IAMS does to animals. So I don't support them as a company. Mm-hmm. But let's okay. talk to her and see how she feels. Okay. Um, okay, remind me her name. Daisy. Daisy, okay. Daisy, and I often call her crazy. <laughs> crazy Daisy. Daisy. Okay, okay. I feel kind of shaky. I feel like I'm anxious in my body. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to sort of think straight. Because I don't feel like I'm getting that much better. I don't know what I ate. Do you think I ate a bad meat? Is she an outdoor cat? Does she hunt? No, she's indoor only. Indoor. Did I eat a bad meat? Maybe that's a can then. I thought it looked like guts, but that might be like a like a reddish kind of food or a, um, like a... Can I tell you something? I got a really bad stomach cramp. Oh, I, I, it, I think I, she, I can tell she's not looking very comfortable. I think I need some help. When I drink water, I don't feel that much better. I think I need help. I think you need okay. to take her to the vet. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe a blood panel on her and maybe give her some fluids. Um, yeah, because I'm still shaky, she's saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's no fun. Um, my mom makes me feel better when she's with me. I don't want her touching me a lot because it kind of hurts my back. But I like it when she's around. Mm -hmm. That's like her kidneys kind of, like her back there, you know, like Mm -hmm. down by her hips, her lower back to her hips are really sensitive. Do you notice that? Um, Not when I'm petting her. I, I do just from the look on her face get a sense that she's not completely comfortable. Yeah. That's so good that you notice from a look on her face. Can you tell everybody what that look looks like? It's so subtle. It's something that you really have to know your cat very well to pick up on, but it's just it's just a look of uncomfortable like she's not completely content. Like even when mm-hmm. she's sleeping, there's just this look of unrest. Yeah, do you think, like, maybe that she's, like, a little tense, like she looks tense, or, um, like, her body's kind of getting pulled in? Would it be like, like she's, that? Like she's kind of achy, 
Like she like doesn't you, feel a hundred percent right. Yeah. And and the shakiness is definitely something I noticed in her yesterday. It is not as prominent today, but I did notice mm-hmm. yesterday just that mm-hmm. kind of like when we feel like if we've just thrown up a lot or we have the like a fever and we have that shaky, chilly feeling yeah. is what it felt that's what it looked like she had yesterday. Yeah, that's really good that you noticed that. The reason why I asked you to like sort of explain it is because when people start watching their animals more, it's pretty much like every animal may look like that when they're sick. But mm-hmm. it takes a little like looking and like know to recognize it and like sometimes if they're awake their eyes might get a little bit bigger or they won't blink as much or their their mouth will close more. Mm-hmm. And or their eyes are just kind of droopy looking, like closed more. Yeah. yeah, right. Or it could be like that too, right. Yeah, so it's really good to know like what's normal for your animal, what's normal eyes for your animal, what's normal mouth for your animal. But that's great mm-hmm. that you notice. Yeah, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. That makes her feel better that you notice. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the idea that you that you recognize that like how she feels gives her comfort. That's okay. Really, well, that's, that's good. Really powerful. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Just tell my mom I love her. Oh, I love her too. And she says that she's proud of you. Oh. Mom, I want you to know that there are really good people in the world, and that good people like you. Oh. People care about you. And you're special, not just to us animals. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that is really sweet. That is really sweet. So thanks, Victoria. Well, thank, thank you, so- Daisy. Yeah. yeah, let us know how she does. Let us know how she feels. Yeah, there's actually some talk in the um, chat room about um, food and stuff like that. And I had posted a StellaAndChewies.com link because I know that's a high-quality food that you always uh, recommend to a lot of people. Yeah, the only thing my kitties are on now, Stella and Chewies and Rad Cat, they're actually on. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so... Also in the chat room, um, the Carrie asks um, if there's any better, if it may be better to feed pet, uh, feed cats lean mints if they're uh, puking a lot, if store food isn't doing much for them and that diet is too rich. Oh, what did you say? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. Lean. Oh, okay, uh, is it better to feed them lean? lean mints if they are puking a oh. lot? If store food huh? isn't doing much for them and that diet is too rich. And it looks like they, um, Carrie already went to the vets and spoke with them and, you know, is looking for an alternative and they don't have Stella and Chewies in their country. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not really a pet nutritionist, so I'm not mm-hmm. really the one to ask about, like, what is a complete diet for cats, but, yeah, I mean, I would, I think fresh food is definitely better than, than, mm-hmm. um, than a lot of the foods out there, commercial bought foods. Are there such things as pet nutritionists other than like regular vets or is that? Yeah, I mean, there are pet nutritionists that have studied nutrition, mm-hmm. um, but they they are not, they yeah, there are ones that are not vets. 
that are right. out there. That's like their specialty is, you is know. nutrition. But there are also some really good holistic vets that, that talk about pet nutrition too. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. So that's what you suggest, right, is to contact like a holistic vet perhaps. Yeah, or just Google it, like all nat, like what, like raw food, um, mm-hmm. raw food for cats, and there's mm-hmm. some books on it too. Maybe go to Amazon and Google, you know, and and type in like um, fresh made food for cats or something, and you can find some great recipes. Okay. Yeah, uh, Pitarian in his book I think has one for cats too. Who? Pitarian, you know that book? Oh, no. I gotta have it in front of me to tell you this. I think it's the holistic. I don't want to quote it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's get to our caller, Jamie, who has Stubby, a nine-year-old male cat. Yeah, uh, he's a Manx tabby, and he's in the hospital right now. So let's talk to Stubby. Hi, Jamie. Tell us what's going on with Stubby. Hi, Laura, and I am a, I'm a big fan. Uh, well, Stubby has been in the hospital since yesterday. He uh, has had constipation, hasn't been eating. I thought he was just going to get an enema, but they found really bad infection, and and his blood sugar is really low. Okay. Uh, and so, so we want to uh, see how he's doing and, and tell him that yeah. he's getting better, right? Yes, and tell him I haven't abandoned him. <laughs> okay, and so what is he on for the infection? Is he on any... Um... She has him on IV antibiotics, three different IV antibiotics, and then he's going home with antibiotic pills, so it's a pretty bad infection. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to tell him about what that IV is for. He's probably getting fluids, too, so he's getting the... So why he's going to have those IVs in him and then also that he's going to come home and he needs to take his antibiotics until you're done with them. And, yes, and he, um, he has, he's diabetic and has Cushing's disease as well, so oh, he always yes. has something going on. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. They love me here. <laughs> they keep saying, how are you, buddy? And they look in at me all the time and they pet me. I feel like I'm well taken care of. I'm feeling better. I mean, I was like sick. You don't always know you're sick until you start getting better. (laughs) And I'm starting to get better. You tell my mom not to worry about me. Because I can hear her chit-chatting away about how worried she is. Oh. <laughs> you tell your friends of yours that Stubby's doing great. Oh, <laughs> I've been I knowing am. them and telling them. <laughs> Have you been telling them that he's doing great or that he's in no, the hospital? No, with no, but I told them, I said, when Laura's pets are sick, they say, pray for me and imagine me healthy. So they've all been doing that for him. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> Aww. And I want to tell my mom something. you got to believe it, too. Okay, yeah. He does yeah. really feel like he's I, getting better. You know what's okay. really neat, too, is I wonder when you dropped him off, did you explain to him what was going to happen and everything? Because he seems, I mean, nobody likes being at the vest, right? But he likes, 
he like feels comfortable enough there that like he's like okay this is what I need to do get to get better and then I get to yeah, go home and- like. Yeah, I did yesterday, and I stopped and saw him this morning, and told him, you know, he that he was sick and he had to stay there until he got better. And but I hadn't, you know, I loved him and I hadn't abandoned him. <laughs> right, good. Yeah, he really got that. And so, um, it sounds like he feels. It sounds like he feels pretty good. Is he going to get to come home soon? He should come home tomorrow, hopefully. Oh, good. So one more. If night, he will eat, that. they're they're syringe feeding him today because he hasn't been eating, so he needs to eat. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes it's hard for them to eat when they're in the vet and also they're getting fluid, so sometimes they're not always that hungry. But I'm telling you, he's really got to eat to prove, to prove to everyone that he can go home. He was already too skinny, and he's lost a lot of weight. He, uh, oh, yeah. Aww. But he's my special boy, and I, I just want him to be around as long as he can. I'll eat, but I want to eat warm food, not cold. <laughs> I like I like things that are warm. Okay, his daddy will he likes to heat up the pumpkin when we give him pumpkin, and I never do that, and I'm usually the one who feeds him. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, so that's I'll start doing that. Heated up pumpkin. Yeah, oh. that that kind of helps with the constipation, but obviously not enough. So. Yeah, yeah. So he likes that. Yeah, that's good stuff. He says. Oh, good. Oh, well, let us know when he comes home. Okay, thank you so much. I love you both and, and just love listening to you every week. Oh, Aww. thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Al. Oh, they're great. Stubby is so cool. Dude, he was so cute. And I love it how she was saying to tell everyone to pray for him. So he was yeah. getting, picking that up too, you know? It's like yeah. sometimes it's so easy for us. And I, because I do this too, even, and I'm like, you know, you know better, but you do it anyway, where you're like telling everyone, like, pray and be positive for my pet. But then you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so worried. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Then you start, it's kind of like that thing you said before a few weeks ago how you think positively and then the last thought you have is like, oh, no, they're going to tear the couch up right before you leave. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like you prepare so much and then you start freaking yourself out or something. (laughs) (laughs) We're all human. But it's so cute. They're so, like, Stevie is so stoic, you know. He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, We have, let's see, we have... In the chat room, we have a Sister Sirius asks, um, Ramsey is looking at me like he wants to connect with Laura. Can you ask her if there is something uh, Ramsey would like to say? Ramsey is a brown and white Shih Tzu. Oh. I wonder what he's saying or she's saying. He, he, he. Sorry. Oh, wait. I'm saying I understand what you're talking about. (laughs) Sometimes my little nail hurts me on my paw. Like something stuck in there or something. I don't know why his nail, they don't really, it's like his little, the end of his paw, you know, right before the nail. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, I want to tell my mom something. You know what? When you're positive, I love it. Oh. 
when she's positive, I'm like, my mom is like a goddess. She's the ruler of all her thoughts. And I think to myself, being a ruler is cool. And I want to say, open up that refrigerator and give me some food. (laughs) I thought, you know what, that was funny because I was thinking, wow, Ramsey's saying all this, like, real, you know, words of wisdom kind of stuff. And then, of course, at the end, you're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's like, oh, and I got her attention. Hey, I want some food. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's cool. Um, thanks, Ramsey, for calling in or chatting. Yeah, thanks to Ramsey and Sister Sirius. Um, so now it's time for Words of Wisdom. And today we're going to do Words of Wisdom with Storm King and Friends, featuring who today? We're going to do Stormy. Mm, and- cool. Yeah, so Stormy, you ready for your words of wisdom? He's been waiting here patiently for his words of wisdom segment. Um, so what Stormy was saying is he, he wants to tell words of wisdom for all the animals out there. So um, all you, you people who are listening, think about your animals when I say this and think about sending it to your animals. And Stormy is like this big black and white Australian shepherd and he's got kind of a funky hairdo going on where he's got patches of hair and then um, he's got big brown eyes and he has little white paws on his front feet and a little white on his chest and a little white under his chin mm-hmm. and he's 12. And so picture Stormy and tell your animals that Stormy says when your people are stressed so picture you stressed to your animals Play anyway, send them love, and be there to get pets. So he's saying that when your people are stressed, to play anyway. So he's telling the animals that you separate yourself from their pain and just play anyway, you know, like enjoy yourself. And then also surround your people in love and then be there for your people to get pets. It's good advice, I think. That's great advice. I mean, that's great for people with people too if you have loved ones of yours are stressed separate yourself and have fun but be there for them and support and love that's so true yeah thanks storm king that's really great good job well thanks to everyone for calling in we had so many great calls and we had so many callers and we're sorry to the ones we uh couldn't get to today but please call in next week um here on uh, pet psychic radio show Um, And we will have some more fun with animal communication. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more information about uh, animal communication and tips and private consultations with Laura Cinchfield, The Pet Psychic. Also, you can like us on Facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio. We're loving all the photos and suggestions from everybody. So keep it up. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. Bye. Bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.